messy, that's a fact. Go pour a drink and grab a snack. Yeah, yeah, me, we spillin' tea. We keep it real, we keep it G. So much drama in these streets. Take several seats and sip the tea. It's piping hot, don't miss a thing. Cause just like that, the show's starting. Welcome to the Messy as Fuck podcast. This is Nicole. And this is Yaya. It's been a while. We haven't heard your voice. Yes. I know know you've been having a lot of things going on from day to day. I've been sick. We've been busy. So much. Yes. Oh, my God. I know. So it's good that we have a moment. We are back, you guys. And, you know, Halloween's right around the corner. And I, you know. I usually I participate in Halloween, but the last couple of years there haven't really been like any parties to go to or anything. So, you know, I'm not dressing up this year. I don't even think my daughter's going trick or treating. I think she's like phased out of that and she's only 16. Whoa, yeah. She's at that age now. She's probably gonna want to go to some parties. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's gonna be like the new wave, I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah. but I do know tonight insecure comes on. I know I'm so excited. It's the I'm final so season happy. though. Yeah, yeah. But I think I hear there's some surprises. Um, Did you know that Molly had, um, I think Yvonne Orgy is her name, but Molly from the show, she had some drama recently. I guess she was doing this like women's empowerment conference and this fan came up to her and asked her to take a picture and she told her no. Mm. And then she did the, she got on stage and her whole speech was about you know, ironically, it was about being persistent and never saying like taking a no, like you have to keep on going. And then she like literally pointed out the girl she had just turned down for the picture. It was very awkward, the girl said. So I was like, oh, like how do you even do that? So she I guess she apologized if she offended the girl. But I thought that was funny when I read it. I was like, because you don't hear about her. You know what I mean? Right. She's one of those people that's like under the radar. Right. Um, so yeah, craziness. And then I did you know that Real Housewives of Atlanta? I don't watch that, so I'm sure you know that they're filming now. Yeah, and um, one of the girls decided not to do it anymore. Portia, uh huh. She, she quit, and she was like a major, major um character, major you know person Cast on the show. Yeah. So yeah, she's not. She's done with it. Well, I heard through the grapevine that they are. I don't know if they're replacing her with, or if this person is just new to the whole thing. But um, Akon's girlfriend is going to be on the show. But what's crazy? Oh. Here's the messy part. We're already getting into topics, and we haven't even gotten there yet. But um, the messy part is that his girlfriend um, is going to be on the show, but he has a whole wife. What? Yes, that's what I said. So apparently he's like into polygamy and, you know, his whole thought is like men are meant to have sex with as many people as they want to, but women, you know, don't get the same thing. Oh, that sounds great. Um, Yeah, he's he's that type of person. I never even knew that about the man. Um, But apparently that's what's going to happen on the show. The wife made it very clear that it was not her that was going to be on the show, that it was the girlfriend. But she didn't make it clear. She didn't mention anything about, you know, how that relationship or that dynamic is. So I don't watch it. But I that may make me like a first time watcher or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Of the show. Yeah. So. Okay. I, this is the craziest thing that happened. Okay. So black China, who we all know, cause she dated, doesn't she have a baby with Tyga and with Rob Kardashian? I think. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she was in the Miami airport going off about the COVID vaccination. You have to hear this. That yes. people that 
richer mm-hmm. and will keep getting rich and the poor is going to get fucking poorer. So go get the it's not being Preach. stupid, oh. Hell yeah. Preach. Nah, I knock niggas out for a living, ho. And I'm a, and I'm a real big, no cap, from <laughs> D.C., from D.C. to Miami to L.A. That's like living in, what's up? You can't fuck with me, can't get in my business, and this is all real rap shit. No cap shit. Mm-hmm. And all the bitches like, like laughing and shit like them hyenas. Uh not this is all real rap shit. What if like she went off for like no reason? It didn't even her 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 whole thing didn't even make any sense. And this all happened because a woman came up to her with a baby and asked the girl to take a photo and she had no mask on. That's how it all started. I don't know. I just feel like I watched the video and I just feel like we needed to see more before that. You know what I'm saying? We need to see the build up more. You know, because it seems like she just sounds crazy, like she's on drugs or something. Well, that's what I thought. It was very questionable because of her behavior and like all that threatening and hostile language. Like just because somebody came up to you and asked you for a picture, you went off about the vaccination. Like I think she went live when she got her vaccination. Um, And that's great and all. And she was promoting, you know, to do that. But at the same time, like, why are you going off to that level talking about she beats bitches up and all this other shit? I don't understand it. Like, it just came that it just it was just come it just came out of nowhere for me. And it was too much. You know what I mean? It just didn't make sense. Like, I feel like either there's more to the story or like she was on something because it was just too much. It sounded like she was on something. I'm not going to lie. When I first heard it, I was like, oh no, something's going on with this lady. <laughs> yeah. Something is not right. Cause that's just no. a really extreme reaction right. in the middle of a public setting. Right. You're a public figure, you know, someone's going to record it. It just, it just didn't seem right. Precisely. Yes. So nothing else has happened since then. She hasn't going gone on any, um, you know, tirades or anything like that, but maybe they just caught her on a bad day. Maybe she had a bad flight and they caught her on a bad day. She looked goofy as hell. Cause she had this whole, you should, did you see the outfit? It was like a super it was yeah. like a superhero outfit with these big ass boots. Very strange. Um, and you know, her face is already strange that I don't know what's happening. Right. And uh, yeah, she just looked Michael Jackson makeover going yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's actually worse than MJ. You can't get much worse than that. Love you, MJ. But I mean, we all know, right? right. Um, so yeah, that's what happened with her, girl. It was a mess. Well, you know, it wouldn't be Black China without her baby daddy, daddy Tyga doing something. So mm-hmm. he's in the media as well. And apparently, so he's been dating this girl. Her name is Cameron Swanson. Mm-hmm. I guess she's an influencer. There's a lot of people that I don't really know because they're all influencers. I guess this is like the thing, you know, this is the right. new job. You're you're an, a social media influencer. So she's an influencer and she came out and she's pressed charges against him and said that he has essentially beat her up. She had a black eye. She had some other cuts, bruises, scrapes, and she said that they 
I guess they were in the midst of breaking up or something happened and they had an altercation and she, he, she, that's what she's claiming. He, he's denying it. Yeah. And you know, he's, and he's denying it so much that like, he's still being spotted out at gigs out at nightclubs. It's like, he doesn't even care. And she's 22. He's 31. So, you know, he likes to date these young girls. But I, my honest opinion on Tiger is he's a creep. You know what I'm saying? Like, we take these celebrities and we brush things under the rug. But he was dating Kylie when she was, like, mm -hmm. what, 16, 17? And he was in his 20s. And they kept saying, oh, they're just friends. They're just friends. But everybody was protecting them. Everybody knew they were more than friends. And they did nothing about it. You know, to me, he's not much better than like an R. Kelly, honestly. Ooh. So, I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, but that's a tough one right there. R <laughs> Compared to men to R. Kelly, R. Kelly is like, I don't know. Like, he's like on a different level creep for me. He Tiger is bad, but R. Kelly's on a different level. But the girl's injuries were like there. Like, we all saw yeah. them. And I know he said that somebody said that he was arrested, but then he said that he like voluntarily turned himself in, that he was cooperating with police. But I mean, so what did she do that herself? Did she do that to herself? I don't, you know exactly. what I'm saying? It's questionable. I think that maybe he did do that. I just, I don't know. I don't know. There's too many unknowns. With the There's a lot of unknowns. I kind of, it kind of makes me wonder like, did Kylie go through any of that when she was with him? And like, I know that they would probably never come out and say anything, you know, because it's not their battle and Kylie has moved on and in a different relationship, but it just makes mm -hmm. me wonder. I mean, I just think like sometimes these men that are in these powerful positions, they abuse it. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying he did it or he didn't do it, but you know, I mean, she is bruised up. Right. Well, look at your boy, Chris Brown. Exactly. Same with him. So, you know, it's, it's all, it's very reminiscent of Chris Brown, honestly. Yeah. I mean, there, what, there was like that recent thing, but didn't he get off the hook for that? I forgot the girl's he, name, but, wasn't I don't her name, but he did, he did get off the hook for it, but, but he's been, um, he's been accused several times over the last couple of years. So, you know, and we all know what happened with Brianna. So right. to me, it's a pattern, mm -hmm. you know, he, and he hasn't really accepted it or gotten help for it. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I think a lot of them probably have like anger issues and, you know, they yeah. live in a different world and I'm not excusing that, you know, it's domestic violence is super serious. Um, but when you see that pattern, you know, when there are several allegations, it makes you wonder, you know, like, yeah. is this really happening? So, you know, it substantiates their claims to me. Yeah. Um, and speaking of that, there was a um, NFL player. He used to actually play for a quick minute for the Bills, and then he was on um, the Jets, New York Jets. He's a uh, former wide receiver. His name is Terrell Pryor. And he was arrested for assaulting his girlfriend in Pennsylvania. Um, he was accused of hitting her across the face with his open hand and shoving her. He got released on bail. Um, he denies it. But what he does admit to and happy Halloween uh, is throwing pumpkins at her car um, oh. and trying to um, I think he even threw like deck chairs at her when she was trying to leave and get away from him. Um, this is the same girl, and here's where it gets messy, 
the same girl that uh, he did this to, they had a prior incident in like 2019 where she stabbed him and like hospitalized him. Oh, her name is Shalea Briston, I think. And so they've been together this whole time, despite the stabbing. And now look where they are now. Like talk about a toxic, unhealthy relationship. That is crazy. And it all starts like all that little shit, like, you know, like throwing pumpkins and, you know, all that other stuff, throwing deck chairs and all that. That's where it starts. That is first step to it and then it just like goes and escalates yeah that's like I don't even understand how you could stay with somebody after something like that but I guess if it's toxic and you love that person I guess that's just what you do until you realize that it's not the place that you should be anymore yeah yeah that's how I look at that there's probably going to be more to that story then. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. He hasn't gone to court yet, so I don't know what his charge will be. But I do know that in the past, he also had problems with like aggravated harassment. So he's got like a little bit of a rap sheet for this kind of behavior. And obviously, she's not the um, the best candidate either to be in a relationship with. Because if you try to stab me... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that is the end of the relationship come on now seriously that's crazy well it um, sounds like she might have that same fire like maybe they're you know maybe it's like both of them you know oh it is it, it definitely is they both have that same kind of you know they it's like they feed off of that unhealthy environment they like that conflict that that's something that you know what i'm saying that they that they are drawn to and right. Really, there are people like that in those situations and they just don't know better or they, you know what I'm saying? Until, until it's either too late or until down the line when you have an epiphany and you realize, oh my God, this is, this is a mistake. I got to get out. And that happens often. It really does. Um, so, you know, that's that he's on bail. So hopefully nothing else happens in the meantime. Wow. That's right? crazy. I know. Well, speaking on the NFL, I have to add to that because we have another story about the Raiders coach. His name is John Gruden. I hope I'm Mm -hmm. pronouncing it right. So he's actually recently resigned as the Raiders head coach. And it all started with um, several of the employees filed a complaint for their working environment, saying it's hostile, saying he's the one that's causing problems. And so it it spawned an investigation against him for like workplace toxicity. And it turned out that he, um, they had found a history of homophobic, misogynistic, racist emails that he had sent back and forth to other head coaches, to other, you know, other people of high stature, um, including like some guy that's like owner of, of Hooters and all this stuff and just all sorts of emails with racist slurs, homophobic comments, you know, like just horrible stuff. And, th- and we're not talking like long, long time ago. Like we're talking like, you know, they found stuff from 2019, 18, 19, like it was not a long, long time ago. Yeah. Um, he even targeted Caitlyn Jenner saying like, you know, horrible things about Caitlyn Jenner when Caitlyn Jenner came out as gay. Um, there was, 
the transgender, very against that. He's come out a lot and been, um, you know, just against gay people in general, and but especially in sports. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on top of that, the racist stuff, apparently, you know, against one of the other players, he called one of the players, said he had rubber lips, mm-hmm. saying he had lips as big as Michelin tires, you know, commenting on his ethnicity and the size of his lips. And then the only thing he had to say for himself was he said he was in a bad frame of mind at the time that he wrote those emails. That's bullshit. It's total bullshit. It's bullshit. He was just being himself. But here's the thing. I heard, so when all of that stuff came out about him being racist, like the whole, you know, the, everything that you just mentioned, I don't think much was done about it then. But as no. soon as he started talking about like the homophobic stuff, all of right. a sudden his ass was fired. That's right. the whole thing that I don't get. Like, this is why. And like, this just happened with like the whole Dave Chappelle thing. Right, exactly. Like none of that, none of those comments and stuff was new. People have been watching this unfold for a long time. But like Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle has a new comedy series out in which his main topic is the transgender gay community. And Dave Chappelle's point in the in the comedy special, even though he used his crude, you know, comedy to show it was that the gay and transgender community has a lock on, you know, if, if they get offended, like you're getting canceled, you're getting, you know, and he feels like people don't pay as much attention and respect to black issues. Right. There's a, there's a very big contrast between, you know, the, the right, it's all human rights. Exactly. But we we each have our own plight. Exactly. But it seems like the rights of some in, in that example, he was talking about the gay community um, seems to have a forefront up against right. you know, black black rights, which we've been, you know, fighting for, for, forever. for forever. Right. So, you know, that's another, you know, situation where they want to cancel him. They want to pull his Netflix, anything, actually anything he's associated with the Netflix. I think he's a producer on several things mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. They want to pull everything that he is on. And Netflix has actually stepped up and said, we are not going to do that. Now, I don't know. So I don't know what the, you know, is there a difference between the Raiders coach writing some emails and Dave Chappelle and his comedy show? I don't know. Right. Well, I mean, it got so bad to where recently they like the Netflix employees staged a walkout. Did you see that shit? Yeah, like, yeah, protesting for real and shit. Like that is absolutely crazy. The one girl I think said something, and then I d- I don't know if they suspended her or something, but she came back to the job. So it's all good now. But like they they really are like. They were like, I don't know, it was like trans, they were, they had signs saying transgender lives matter and, you know, all this other stuff, like, come on. Like we, we are, like I said, we both have our own individual plights. You know, there, there's oppression in both communities, but like, I just, I can't, I can't for the life of me understand why they are attacking this man so cruelly maybe it is because of the the choice of his words maybe 
but he's trying to put out a message that is not negative. He's trying to actually show that community love, but in just a, in, in a comedic way. And they don't understand that. They're not grasping that. And they're not seeing, you know, what his real issue is, which is basically what he explained in his whole um, stand up the closer. So if you haven't watched it, go watch it. Listen, like the guy is actually a pretty brilliant comedic artist. I, in my opinion, may not be the goat at comedy, you know, I, we could, that's a whole nother conversation, but um, you know, I thought it was good. I, I really did. I, I fell asleep like eight times through it. No, no, like shade to Chappelle. Just that I was like beat, but, um, it was good. I, once I watched the whole thing, I actually liked it. So I don't know. I mean, I'm torn. I mean, like he's an artist and I feel like you shouldn't hold artists back, but at the same time, I try to think like, what if it was like a white comedian and he got on stage and he mm -hmm. totally like ripped apart the black community but it was all in comedy and comedy's name like he get the same energy exactly so yeah. i don't know i try to be sympathetic to both situations and think like you know you know he's a comedian but maybe he shouldn't be able to say anything he wants to say mm -hmm. i don't know yeah one. i just i just think that like all the other stuff, the circumstantial stuff that's happening as a result of it, I think is crazy. You know what I mean? Like we all know that he's had issues with the gay community. We it's been going on for years. Um, yeah. So people are, they're not surprised by this. <laughs> like it was going to happen. Himself. You know, he knew, he knew what he was doing. Yeah, he absolutely did. I think so, he, and I think he was ready for it. I just, absolutely. I just think like the whole like walkout thing and all of that, like everybody wants to cancel everybody now. Like that's the new thing to do, but the, the walkout, like, was that absolutely necessary to have to do all of that? That was just extra to me, in my opinion. I don't I know. Think, I think he was ready for it. I think he liked the attention that the show brought because he knew exactly what he was doing. Oh, He's yeah. not new to this business. He's not new to this you know this platform and he knew exactly what he was doing oh you're absolutely right off, even, and he was he was even, ready even on the show he said go he literally said go back and watch all of my episodes oh he absolutely knew what he was doing because you go back and watch that shit ratings go up and what does that mean he gets more money in his pocket he he knows these things like he's smart um yeah. okay so i have to talk about this um jamie fox has a new book out and the book is called act like you got some sense. And in this book, he talks about why he never considered himself quote the marrying type. So listen to what he said about this. I'm not cookie cutter. So the 2.5 children and wood panel in the station wagon and the cottage, I didn't think that was me. And then if you look at my daughters in their circumstance, you know, growing up, Corinne was like, well, people are married and, you know, that's what they have and my friends. But then a lot of those marriages ended up not doing well as the kids got older. And she was, unfortunately, we saw the kids get fractured from their families. Us, we actually came together more. So I don't know what that is. I just know that it is different, but I know it's a whole lot of love. You know, the pressure of me being married, they don't even talk about it. Uh, 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 I don't think we've had conversations about it. So he said that, um, you know, his words, 
I've just never been convinced that marriage was a good idea for me. I've had friends that have great marriages, others not so much. And it never seemed like marriage was necessary to raise my children in a safe and loving atmosphere. Maybe in a few decades when I'm in a wheelchair and need somebody to push me around and change my diaper. He's 53 years old. Okay. Here's my only point that I'm going to make. And I promise you, I'm going to be done. He dated Katie Holmes. Remember Katie Holmes from Dawson's Creek girl from back in the day. <laughs> he dated her. <laughs> for seven years right okay no engagement no nothing so you're dating this person for all of this time basically doing the same things you would do in a marriage and a loving relationship for all of these years but you don't want marriage the the only thing that that changes that situation is literally a piece of paper that says you're married but the same dynamics apply the same things are happening in that situation I don't know. Somebody said he's waiting for the white, white girl, white girl to, you know, unpleasantly appear <laughs> and then he'll get married. Um, I, I maybe that's true. Maybe it is true. I don't know. But how do you go from being in these long term committed relationships to now saying, I don't want to get married unless maybe one day when somebody needs to wipe my ass? Right. Is, is that what they're there? Is that their role? Like, is that, right. you, know, you know what I mean? Like his kids. Oh, whole, selfishness in that mm -hmm. where it's like oh well I'll, I'll make someone I'll have someone marry me when I need them to take care of me like that that's a lot of like me 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 so honestly I don't think he should get married he's doing the right thing he sounds very selfish and I don't think that he is in any state of mind to even be married anyway so he he needs to stay off he needs to stay off, off the market, market. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I mean yeah. You know, maybe marriage is not for everybody and maybe he is one of those people, but I just, that kind of was like, I don't know, the, the way he put it, that other marriages have gone wrong, you know, yeah, we all know that that's a possibility, but then when he added, and maybe it was a joke, but when he added that last part about needing that person there just basically to take care of him, that right there kind of pissed me off. It just made me feel some kind of way about it. Yeah, it just sounds selfish. It sounds like... It's all about you. And that is not what marriage right. is. Well, I'm not buying his fucking book. How about that? <laughs> I, just, I never liked Jamie Foxx. I really don't. I, it, I don't know what it is. I can't really pinpoint. I don't, I never enjoyed any of his shows or movies or anything. He, any of his work. And I don't know. I just, I just don't know about him as a person, you know, like, like you said, Katie Holmes, seven years to me, that sounds like he like wasted her time to be honest with you. Or, she, with or she wasted her own. I mean, I maybe know. she was for it and she was fine and that was, it did not bother her. But in most cases, the woman wants more and she just put in that time and realized that it was never going to go anywhere. Well, I hope the dick was worth the time. At least that. Oh. Um. <laughs> I mean, he, he's a little short man, so I wouldn't think that uh, anything else would be. Don't let the hype fool you, baby. Don't, don't let it fool you. Okay. Um, I was watching, and I'm skipping topics here, but I was watching um, a Breakfast Club interview recently with um, Eve and another girl and Notori Naughton. Do you remember her? Remember she played on that, um, the Biggie movie and all that? And she was in 3LW, we all know. Um, so she's on this new show called Queens. It's on, on ABC. 
And she was talking about um, how when you're in that kind of a spotlight, you have to play pretend. And she said years ago when MTV Cribs was like super duper popular, um, she was on there and she rented a fake house for their episode of Cribs and told everybody that even at that time, she didn't even have her own car or house like her, for herself in real life. Um, and then by seven o'clock, she had to clean the entire house and then give it back to the owner and be out on time. So like that whole thing, I couldn't believe it. That is so funny. I wonder how many other people did the Have same thing. That. Oh my God. I can imagine so many others. That is really funny. Yes. Yes. And it just, I, the show just revamped itself. So it's out now. I haven't watched any of the episodes, but it makes me like wonder now, like, is that your real house? <laughs> Are you over here fronting? Like, yeah. So that was insane. Um, but speaking of insane, and I hate to use the word insane and crazy and all of that, but I know, I know there's some stuff going on with your, uh, with your boy, uh, um, right. And it's funny that you were talking about MTV Crips because I remember Kim's, Kim's episode of that. And like, it just looks so staged. Like everything was in the fridge and like perfectly lined up and oh yeah. This is pre boobs and pre, you know, but so she looked like a normal girl. So I just, I just remember her episode of MTV Cribs. Who knows if that was really their house or not? But that's really <laughs> funny. So, so Kim and Kanye are, of course. I mean, I know you don't like talking about them, but they are always in the news. They always and, and always in some shit. Yeah. So I feel like we just have, I mean, we literally should just dedicate a whole segment to them because they always <laughs> have something going on. So Kim actually hosted Saturday Night Live a couple weeks ago and I actually watched it. Um, it was pretty good, you know, for Kim. Yeah, really? I, I, he I heard it too. I have, a, I actually have a clip of her monologue, so I'm going to play it now. I mean, I married the best rapper of all time. <laughs> Not only that, he's the richest black man in America, a talented, legit genius who gave me four incredible kids. So when I divorced him, you have to know it came down to just one thing, his personality. <laughs> that monologue yeah. is I thought she did a good job on the monologue, actually. She did a good job. I have like... I'm kind of torn with Kim Kardashian because it's so it's so scripted and planned out, you know, like it it just feels very like calculated everything she says. But at the same time, like I believe her. Like I think she really truly divorced him because of his personality. I think like <laughs> I think they really just clashed, you know, like it, she was starting to see he just had a lot going on. You know, he had that whole religious phase that he's going through, have gone through, whatever. And it clashed a lot with her, you know, kind of up and coming stardom and her fashion statements. And they just had a, you could tell even from, um, even from, you know, our, you could tell even just from, from watching it that like, 
they the watching the show. I don't know if you watched the show, Keeping Up with the Kardashians or not. I didn't, but I he was like unraveling, right? It was unraveling. Yeah, exactly. It was unraveling as the show was going. You could tell they were having contrasting views on things. Mm -hmm. So I just thought that was funny. I think it was very truthful that she probably did honestly oh, yeah. like divorce him for his personality. So she was on SNL, did a pretty good job. Um, they were also. <laughs> So she was also in the media recently talking about raising her children. And she said a funny little thing, which I totally understand from raising kids myself. But she said that Northwest is just turning into like a little diva herself. And mm -hmm. apparently when they get into a fight, she she hits where it hurts. And so she said, she said to her one time something like, oh, mom, how can you even live in this ugly house? Everything <laughs> is all white. Who lives like this? Like, like she just, whenever she, she says, whenever she fights with her, she just goes for the jugular. She's like, she says exactly how she feels. And she's very honest and blunt about it. So And privilege. And privilege, definitely. Girl, that's privilege. crazy. That That's hitting in the jugular? <laughs> her ugly house? Yeah. Okay. So, um, so there's that and back to Kanye, I'm kind of bouncing because Wait, you can't, you can't call him Kanye. I exactly it's so yay. Has officially changed his name, whatever that means. He's officially changed his name to yay. And when asked why he said yay is in the Bible a lot, um, he said that it just fits him better. And so he has officially changed his name to Ye. So whatever that means for him, that's what he has done. I'm so <laughs> over him. Like I, I just, at this point, I'm just silent. I don't have anything to say because he's too much for me. I can't, right. I don't know who can deal with that, but God bless them. Right. <laughs> that's how exactly. I feel. <laughs> exactly. So we have Kanye changing his name, Northwest. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't, we wouldn't be rounding it out without a little Courtney Kardashian. So apparently Courtney, well, not apparently, she's engaged to Travis Barker. Mm -hmm. He proposed. I'm not surprised. You know, he seems very infatuated with. Oh my with, God. That looks like a whirlwind romance. Does very much they're very smitten with each other. Um, so he has proposed and she said yes, they're engaged. And and then here come the memes like someone check on Scott, see how Scott's doing. Oh, so, that's so true. Yeah. So a lot of a lot of different sources have said that that Scott is like beside himself and he's very upset, and which I believe is true, but at the same time, you know, like he's not the first person to break up with somebody and that person moves on. Right. He should move on too, honestly. But you know? Scott has some issues. He always has. Didn't he have like a substance abuse problem? Oh, he's had so many oh issues. Oh my God. So many. And and then even now, like what is he doing dating these young, I mean, he's, look, yeah. he's another artist in the making in my mind, like dating these little 18, 19 year olds. I mean. Well, they he broke up. They broke up. I forgot it was like it was Lisa Rinna's or whatever her name is her daughter 
Yeah. yeah. Well, they broke up. So can you imagine, like, that's what he's feeling. I think he's feeling like the breakup with her. And then yeah. now he sees his ex, his, his baby mama, you know, getting married to Travis Barker and he's probably losing his fucking mind. That's like yeah, a double absolutely. whammy. You know what I mean? And they said, they said he broke up with, um, with that girl because of the drama with Courtney. Like he yes. could not take seeing Courtney and Travis together she peeped that and was like I'm not I'm gone yeah he dm that guy didn't he dm Courtney's like ex and mess with that yeah that was kind of funny so I actually liked Courtney's other ex um yo Jonas Benjamin or Mm -hmm. whatever I think we've talked about him before yeah but anyway um he's funny so Scott ends up DMing him and being like what is Courtney thinking look at all these pictures of her and Travis and you know what is she thinking Mm -hmm. and he was like and he was like I don't really care as long as she's happy and he was like and don't and don't call me your bro and DM me (laughs) right that was funny yeah because he put him in his place thank you yes Exactly. Yeah. So but, I feel like he's the only one acting like an ex. He's like, we're not together. If she's happy, I don't care what she's doing. Let her do her. That's what yeah. you should be doing. But That's again, we're talking about Scott Disick, who doesn't have that mindset. He, he his mind is not wired like that. And and when you throw oh. in, you know, mental health, when you throw in substance, you know, that doesn't lead to anywhere but rehab. And unfortunately, history too. Exactly. So in his life, through all of those ups and downs, the stints in rehab, his both his parents dying, Mm -hmm. very close together, and so you know maybe it's one of those things where he just doesn't see himself like letting go of her. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Well, you know, Megan Trainer can't let go of her husband apparently because she got. toilets installed next to each other in their bathroom so that they can take shits together um apparently uh she (laughs) they've been married since 2018 and it's not something you hear every day but she deliberately got toilets installed right next to each other in the bathroom she showed it on a tiktok and she admits that she takes you know she's taken a couple poops with him in the bathroom and that they pee together often. And I think originally they did it because of something with the baby. Like if the baby woke up and, you know, they both had to use the bathroom, you know, they could they could do that together. I don't, it was the weirdest explanation that she gave. But this is something that they love to do together. And I think that is the most disgusting fucking thing ever. Like I, I understand if you're in the bathroom in a single stall and the door is open and maybe the person's nearby in a room or something like that, but you're just going to go hand in hand on the toilet together. What is that about? So weird. That's disgusting. Gross. (laughs) Like you need that time alone. So it reminded me there's a, um, it's from a long time ago, but there's a skit on SNL called the love toilet. Please, for the love of God, after you hear this, go watch the Love Toilet skit of SNL. It is hilarious. It's about this exact same thing, and it will crack you up. So go watch that. Um, (laughs) On a less disgusting note, um, there's so much that's been going on with Bow Wow and um, Diddy and Diddy dating Bow Wow's baby mama, Joy. It's like a whole thing. So I remember TMZ asked him not too long ago when he was at um, the LA airport 
I think back last month about like how we felt about it. And he was basically saying that, um, you know, he didn't think it was really going to last basically because he knows how Diddy is with females and what they've done together. So he said that there wasn't going to be any wedding bells or chapels or no shit like that. So he wasn't worried about it. But um, he was on the WGCI morning show and he had this to say. Now, you know, according to the blogs, we recently seen Diddy on vacation with your daughter's mom. So I just wonder, is there a phone call to you first? Like, hey, are you cool with this situation? No, I wanted to kill him. <laughs> are no, you serious? <laughs> like, we haven't really been in that space probably in like 13 years. Like, really, that's a homegirl, my you know, my daughter's mom. So, you know, it's always going to be respect, but like, don't think that I didn't like put a call in and talk to her about, you know, what the hell was going on. You know what I'm saying? But, um, uh, but yeah. And even me and me and me and me and me and dude, we spoke about it too. You know what I mean? So, you know, that's a conversation me and him had. I ain't going to share that, but it was a good, it it was a good, um, it was a good little hour and, you know, 15 hour, hour, 15 minute conversation on FaceTime. So Joy was sitting here right now. She'll tell y'all straight up, like, he don't pay my bills. He don't, he don't, he ain't dead. He, but it's still a, a, a line of respect. You know what I'm saying? That's right. there. So like I said, amongst us, that's something that we, we we spoke about in private. We dealt with it and, you know, we we moved on from it. And, you know, I heard his piece. I heard her piece. They they heard mine. And, um, <laughs> and we're just going to leave it at that. Yeah, so I don't know how to feel. I mean, I do like that because they're all friends. Like there was an adult conversation about an hour. <laughs> like you, you talked about this for an hour. Once you guys are in separate relationships, I, I don't get that. Um, but I, I don't know that it was kind of weird to me, but I think Diddy and Joy have been spending a lot of time together. There was some rumors going around last month um, and like some pictures out there of them spending time together. So I think that's still going strong. Um, but it's weird. I don't know why, but I just never see like Bow Wow as this like, I don't know, this, this mate to somebody or this series. Like, I, I don't know if I, it's because he's young and I look at him that way and he's low Bow Wow. But like, I, it's hard for me to visualize him on a FaceTime call with Diddy over his baby mama. Like, it's the whole thing. Right. And, and it almost feels like the whole like permission vibe. Like, but I guess he's saying everything was like out of respect you know, they have a child involved, whatever, that's fine. But according to Bow Wow, it's not going to be that serious because Diddy's not marrying her. And that's... <laughs> He's um, probably right about that. <laughs> he probably is. Um, but he, so he is on the um, on the run tour with, um, oh God, all those people, Omaria, you know, B2K, Ashanti's on there, Pretty Ricky, like there's a whole, the list goes on. Lloyd uh, right. is on there. And... Um, he went on IG live the other day for about 30 minutes straight. It was crazy. 30 minutes straight complaining about how other um, performers were like bitching and complaining about him and like his, his 15 minute set that he does and how he like always brings it to the stage and gives the fans what they want to hear. So there was a whole bunch of drama about that. Um, and he was threatening that that would be his last performance and he was going to leave the tour. 
And Spectacular from Pretty Ricky apparently had some things to say. So he was going back and forth with him on Instagram. And then Omar <laughs> stepped in and I guess him and Bow Wow had to talk about it and clear the air. So he did show up. He is still on the tour. Um, in fact, one of the shows he just did, um, he brought out Angela Simmons, who we all know he's been like in love with. And um, he got down on one knee and serenaded her on stage. And so now everybody's like, oh, my God, they're together. And it's like it's like a whole rumored romance, which may be true. I know that he's been like after her for so long and they've been friends for forever. I actually think they would make a really cute couple. Yeah, I do. Um, but that's Bow Wow's been had. It seems like he's been ha- dealing with a lot. <laughs> he's been yeah. and his rant, like he really did go on a tangent that was kind of like all over the place. So you can like for me, when somebody has a lot going on and when they feel overwhelmed, when you go on live like that, all that is just spewing out and it's not making sense. Everything is just kind of like all over the place. So you can tell that he is definitely going through some life stressors just from how the the video played out. Right. So I don't know. He's on the show still. Everything's all good now. I, I don't I don't have tickets to the tour. I don't know if you've heard anything about it, but no. um, I've seen videos. I heard it was good. I don't know. I know there are a bunch of washed up artists and they better not give up an opportunity. <laughs> not washed up. They might not get another one. <laughs> not washed up. Omarion well, is not washed up though. I mean, in a physical sense, there. he's not washed up. <laughs> he's getting there. He's getting there. Oh, sorry, I mean, baby. <laughs> You heard that comment. <laughs> you should see Sean looking at me right now. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Not to say Omarion was fine. He's just got a good body. You know, he keeps up with himself. He's active. He's fit. You know, that's what happens. He should keep, he like, should keep up with making songs because none of them are on the radio. Oh, oh. They should be lucky they have a tour. <laughs> Well, that's why they're doing this. They're trying to like revive themselves, revive their careers, you know? Yeah. Well, I wouldn't be complaining about my set or how long I have or whatever it is when, you know, I'm 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 nearing D-list status. <laughs> right. That's true. You have a point. Oh my gosh. Well, I hate to move to something really serious, but something really awful happened to Alec Baldwin. Well, not well, happened to him and, and somebody else. And somebody else. But um, so he was filming a new movie called Rust. Mm-hmm. And apparently the assistant director handed him a gun, which is normal on a movie set. But they usually clear the guns, meaning they are just props. They're not live weapons that you can kill somebody with they hand you this prop you're ready to go for your scene you know it's there's no live ammo right apparently alec baldwin was handed this gun that he was told was clear and good and it was loaded with live ammunition and he ended up killing a woman a a cinematographer on the set and he also wounded the the director as well of the of the movie and he is just beside himself. I mean, I think it's just so awful. Like what, what do you do? You know? And, you know, I was talking with my husband about it and he was like, maybe he got set up because I don't know if you remember, but a while back, Alec Baldwin came out pretty strongly against gun violence and against guns. 
and he's not a fan of guns. You know, I mean, he's a he's an actor, and oftentimes he has to use them in his movies and shows and things like that. But he is very, very against um, gun violence, and so for this to happen to him is really strange. Yeah, the whole incident is just tragic. I heard that the family is not blaming him about no, it because um, they know that it was an accident. But my God, like, what what's going to happen with the assistant director? He's gone. Like he's done for. Yeah, they're definitely investigating him because apparently this is not their first complaint they've had about him. Apparently, like, he is somebody that, like, cuts corners and, mm. you know, hasn't gone through all. Because uh, apparently these all these weapons that they use on movies and sets like that, they go through a really, really extensive clearing process you know like because they can never this can this is not supposed to happen like it they were saying that it goes through a really extensive check like several hand it passes through several several hands well, before it even gets to set something went wrong here something went wrong and and i guess there's been a couple complaints on this guy for not following protocols and things like that so i don't know but i think it's just so horrible and it poor is. Alvin is going to be traumatized. Oh and my God. Yes. Obviously this is something he will not get over. Mm -hmm. I mean, you just can't get over that. And I hate to say this, but like, how's the movie going to do when it comes out? I, I mean, is it bad? even going to come out? I mean, they're mid production. So I don't even know if this is something that's going to continue production or not. Oh my God. I don't know. Or how, how the you family is going to feel about it. Exactly. How do you keep going after something like that and still be sensitive to the families, the this and that? So I don't know. I, I thought know. that was horrendous, though. I'm like, what a horrible thing to happen. Like, you're just on a set of a movie. You're thinking everything is a prop and you end up killing somebody mm -hmm. right in front of an entire set of people. That is crazy and it must yes. have been like the worst i couldn't even imagine like being on that set and seeing that happen that's crazy, crazy. i know well r.i.p first of all i forgot her name um, her name is helena hutchins yeah, she was r.i.p helena i know that's awful okay that is awful i feel uh, like i have to talk about something like way lighter now because that was just <laughs> awful i don't mean to laugh because it's inappropriate but um, I, I just want to talk about something lighter, which brings me to our messy minutes. Um, so I have some questions for our messy minute segment that kind of stem. The first one stems from Lala Anthony and Carmelo. Okay. So you remember not too long ago, they divorced. Um, they separated in 2017 after he was accused of cheating on her and fathering a child with another woman. They were married for 15 years. They were together for 17 years and they have one child together. I think June is when they filed for divorce. Anyway, she goes on to Angie Martinez show and she talks about her relationship with Carmelo Anthony um, and basically said that she was caught off guard by all of this, that even though he's a basketball player, she didn't expect this from him. And she said, after you've been through what I've been through, which was public and really hard, you do start feeling like that. And you see how people become jaded. And, you know, maybe it's not for me. I always want to stay positive. But marriage, I don't think I can do that ever again, even though she did say that her and Mello are still friends to this day. So the question is. 
could you ever return to your ex after something like this or or would you ever remarry now i think i personally i think that people take their bad experiences and they put them into you know the next situation so for me i wouldn't say i would never get married again she just didn't marry the right person you know and that happens but i totally understand her being apprehensive and saying like you know i don't ever want something like this to happen again i think it's going a little far saying i'll never give somebody else a chance and never give marriage chance again you're giving too much power to that other person mm -hmm. that hurt you yes you know? you're saying like oh i'll never do that again because that person did that that's that person's problem you know but does it become your problem too when you have trust issues because of something that happened because whenever she starts to date again that th that's going to happen it's going to come to the forefront of her brain and she's going to start having trust issues like is this person cheating is this person doing something to betray me or to hurt me and those issues that baggage from that divorce is going to come into that new relationship and how's that going to play out but you but but i feel like you have to use your maturity and your instincts and realize at a certain point, you can point out the red flags. There's always red flags. And, you know, I hate to say it, but she chose to date a professional athlete. They're not well, exactly that's what, to be. That's what everybody's saying. But I think because of how long they've known each other for 17 years, um, she didn't, she, she, she didn't, you know, she wasn't thinking like that. She didn't expect that he would do something to hurt her so deeply. And, you know, I she didn't return to him clearly because the wound was too deep, um, you know, from especially with him having another child with somebody. It wasn't just like, oh, he fucked some other lady and that was it. Like he he apparently fathered another kid. So, right. I, you know, so the divorce certainly was justified, in my opinion. And I, I do think that she should still consider marriage. But. I just worry that she's gonna she's gonna bring those trust issues into another relationship that that's ultimately going to fail. Well, I mean, even when you even when you start out knowing these athletes in the beginning, like you still have to part of you still you cannot be that naive to think like that that's not a possibility. I'm sorry, I don't even think that you should even consider a relationship with an athlete unless you are willing to accept their lifestyle because that's the lifestyle they're on the road they have groupies they have fans like they have social media which makes everything 10 times worse because people are in your dms 24 7. exactly and i think like i think you have to think long and hard if that's the life that you're willing to accept i think a lot of these women that are like with these professional athletes i think they deal with it every day some accept it and some yeah. don't and i think that's what it comes down to so you know for her to say oh, I'll never get married again. I, I don't know. I, I refuse to believe there was just no red flags, no, you know, no thought process to this. I think I think there was probably some sort of signs from the very beginning, and being a professional athlete just elevated that. That so. could be true. I don't know. So was this was the first time she came out and like really publicly talked about it because she. I mean, we didn't hear anything. Everything was very oh. much sealed and private and um apparently she was ready because she had gone through this whole process of hurt and pain and all of that um and you know angie martinez they're close they're friends and so she felt comfortable 
Um, and she wanted to share that, um, which I thought was cool. You know, she doesn't have to explain herself, but it gave some kind of insight into what was happening. And that was cool. Um, but I think her, like I said, her decision to divor- divorce him was certainly justified. And, and if I were in that situation, I probably would have done the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. You know? um, and then, oh, Lord, um, you want to talk about mess? This is probably one of the messiest like things I've heard. So do you remember Will Taylor, Willie, they called him from day 26. You remember Diddy, the whole day 26 band? Making the band. Yes. Um, He is married to Shonda Denise and they were actually on Love and Hip Hop and Marriage Boot Camp together. They've been married for 13 years and they haven't had the best of of a relationship. They've had their, their problems in the past. Well, anyway, their entire status of their relationship plays out on Instagram for the entire world to see because of his wife making a post. So this is what happened in a nutshell. She said that Will left her aimlessly with four children, their four children, and in his absence, she's never felt better, which we all know she's saying that part out of hurt, out of anger. But He went to Sedona, Arizona to, quote, clear his mind and get peace. Apparently, his dad had passed away recently. Um, He didn't want to be in what he called a toxic situation. Um, He said that his break was supposed to be a silent mission, but Shonda ruined that by inviting the world into their business. He did it to save himself, his family, their relationship, so on and so forth. She wasn't being a supportive wife, but his kids are taken care of. So... That's the gist of it. Her her response from all of this on social media was that she's not asking for, for a break from the kids. Um, she didn't need a break from life. Her break is literally her going for a car ride or to the gym or grocery shopping. And she's not asking for a mental shutdown from reality. She called what he did weird, said that he's a special kind of person and it's not normal um, what he did to take that break away from his family. Um, And besides that, she said leaving her kids for more than two days, it's just something she doesn't want to do. Um, I saw a picture of him and it was, it was weird because he was at this destination in Arizona and a photographer was there with him, like snapping a couple pictures, like a photo op, like he was doing this for clout or something. And he posted these pictures, like with the caption on Instagram. And she was like, yo, that is weird as shit. What are you doing? Like, what, if you're taking a real break, why are you out here capturing these moments? So my question for the messy minute is does your man or does your partner in general deserve a break from their family? No. One hundred percent no. Hell no. He got, he got four kids. You know how busy life must be with four kids? Left her up with those four kids. Forget it. Oh, my God. No damn break. I, I feel like, like, okay, so I agree and I disagree. Like, I do think that people need breaks from time to time. They need to step back, whether it be a mental health break, you know, you you tried to deal with it with your partner, now you need to have your own me time and, and clear your mind and get some peace and have your space, all that. I do believe in that, but I also believe in it 
the way that she's saying, go for a run, go write in your journal, um, you know, take a walk, uh, whatever, go exercise. I, I do see her point when she says that, but leaving LA or wherever they live and then going to a whole nother state with a photographer right. is very special. It is very weird to me. And, I, and I'm not downplaying what he's going through because the loss of a parent and problems at home and things like that, yes, they do affect your mental greatly. So don't get me wrong. I'm not downplaying that. Um, and I do, like I said, I do feel like people that need a break, but I think the manner in which he did it was wrong. It was, it wasn't an appropriate way to do things. And I also think that she was wrong for publicly displaying all of this on social media for the world to be in her business. And he said that apparently from Arizona, he started talking to his kids like on a day-to-day -day basis, like maybe four times a day. And then she took his phone away, from the, the phone away from the kids so that they couldn't talk to him. So messy and messy and toxic and toxic is happening in this relationship. Like, yeah. and it's a marriage. They're, they've been married, like I said, for 13 years with four kids. And but, they've been on marriage boot camp. Like, wh when are you going to see it, sweetie? Like, when? He leaves me for 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 some bullshit kumbaya thing in Arizona. I'm taking the phone too. Shoot, you better get your butt back here. That, That's crazy. She you know, was pissed. She was. I don't know if they're gonna, um, you know, bounce back from this. And if, if they do, it certainly isn't going to be um, an easy journey. Because you can't like, have a break. Kids have to eat. They have to go to school. They need attention. They need every day has to be a schedule every day. Totally agree. And she, like she said, she's like, oh, I'm always here for my children. But here's the catch. This is the last thing I'm going to say about it. And I'm going to be done. The whole photo op thing. She went to her son's football game. I forgot how old he is. He's older. And she was recording the football game and posting it on live and it seemed like she was doing it for clout because her whole thing was like, oh, yeah, you know, clap, clap, clap. I'm always here for my kids and I don't miss a game or any kind of special event or blah, blah, blah. Like poor timing if it was genuine, first of all. But the whole thing looked very suspicious to me. So for her to be like, oh, he was taking photo ops while he was in Sedona. You're doing the same thing at your child's football game to try to show the world that you're present for your children when you don't need to be doing that. That's just like when Safari was doing that with the baby that he had yeah. with Erica, trying to prove to the world that he was a good dad. Like, stop. Well, it, it's probably trying to prove something, but at the end of the day, she probably is with those kids and he's not, you know, and that's just, you know, and yeah, it's not right of her to be like, you know, using the football game and things like that to, to try to prove to somebody that she's mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, she was there. He wasn't. That's true. He did miss out. He so. did miss out. You know, but for the sake of what? If he was in that toxic environment, what would have happened? Could it have gone left? Could he have Could he have done something with those children around because he was so mentally drained? So, so, you, go and get so you go and get therapy. You, you go do. and, you know, you work on yourself in that way. But you don't leave. You don't, you know, because. Yes, my I agree. Thing not fair to the other parent mm -hmm. so because he needs a mental break she's got to stay and and be everything and everybody 
to the kids, that's not fair either. Agreed. Totally agreed. I, I don't, I don't agree with the way he went about it. I, yeah. Like I said, I'm all for the break, but just not the way he went about not it. Not the way he did it. Cause it's not so, fair to be one person, you know, in charge of everything with no right. help. That's not, that's not a partnership. Well, they need to go on um, marriage boot camp tooting or something. <laughs> they need to they need to renew the season and figure it out because, baby, that's a whole messy, toxic situation right there. It really, truly is. So we're going to pray for them. Um, <laughs> and on that note, we are going to get out of here. Um, Insecure comes on tonight. Do not forget to watch it. 10 o'clock. HBO. I'm going to be there. Yeah. Um, and we will catch you guys next time. So we're out of here. Bye. Bye.